Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. Three dozen Latinx theater makers from around the country are about to convene in Portland. They were invited by a group called Latinx Theater Commons. It's the first time the group has held a gathering in Portland. They're bringing together directors and all kinds of designers to explore new ways to collaborate. Francisco Garcia is one of the people who was selected to take part. He is a Portland-based director, actor, educator, and playwright. Jacqueline Flores is a Portland-based producer for Latinx Theater Commons. They both join me now. It's great to have both of you on the show. Thank you for having us. Hello. Jacqueline, first, what is Latinx Theater Commons? Yeah, the Latinx Theater Commons is a movement that was created in 2012 um, by Karen Zacarias and a group of eight other Latinx theater makers who wanted to disrupt the narrative that the American theater has when it tells stories of Latinx folks. And so they created the LTC to disrupt the narrative that existed, to create more opportunities for Latinx theater makers. And uh, we operate on a consensus-based model. And so we put on programming around the country that centers our voices and Latinx artists and uh, do various different things like new play festivals. And uh, this is our first time doing a collaboratorio. What's the narrative that you wanted to disrupt? The narrative of trauma, immigrant stories. Um, We want to highlight that we are also people who have a lot of joy. We are also people who have uh, professions that are regarded and are doctors and lawyers. And there's just so much more that encompasses being Latinx um, than the trauma-based tropes that we usually see. Why have this collaboratorio be here in Portland? So, as I noted, it's the first time that that any big gathering is being held in Portland. I yeah. mean, you're based here. Uh, I'm actually based in DC. Are you really? Oh, yes, I didn't, yes, I, I yes. misunderstood that. Okay, no, so all good. so then so even then I'm even more interested. Yes. What, why why have it here? Yeah, we we usually partner with um, theaters organizations in different parts of the country that we want to highlight. And so Portland specifically, and Francisco can speak more to this importance, but it's often overlooked as a place where a lot of Latina people live. It's overlooked as a hub for theater. And so we really wanted to come here and highlight um, the Latinx theater makers in Portland and be a place where we can all gather and talk about what's happening in the Pacific Northwest and how we can share resources. Francisco, why did you want to take part in this? Well, there are many reasons that drew me to it, Uh, one of it being that it's taking place in my uh, hometown, originally from Oregon and Portland. Uh, But also, I really saw the value in terms of what they're trying to do and the importance of collaboration um, at all levels when you're in uh, the rehearsal room and outside of the rehearsal room when you're preparing for a show. And as a director, um, I'm always trying to grow as an artist. And to me, this just seemed like a um, exciting opportunity to work with other uh, designers and directors from all across the country to look at the way that uh, we interpret theater and look at the power dynamics when we're in the um, 
planning stages of creating plays and the rehearsal stages of creating plays and move away from that kind of structure that we've become used to, um, you know, for a long time now. Um, so this gets to what you and and 30-something other people are going to be doing for five days pretty soon. What is the actual, the theme of these workshops? Well, we have a play that we're going to be um, working with, and um, we're going to come together, and, it, and it's the structure of where we have a director, and then we have, you know, we have a costumer, we have a designer, we have a sound designer, we're going to have a scholar and documentarian in the room working at this, and and we're looking at this text and how we interpret it, and how if we were to... Um, you know, be in the the planning stages of creating this, what it might look like when we would produce it. And so the idea is that we kind of shift from that regular structure that we have where it's, you know, I'm the director, I have the final say, I um, am the person that is, um, you know, organizing these production meetings that we're having. And it's like, why, well, why, why don't we try to have a more collaborative process where everyone could have a say in terms of what we're doing? And in an ideal situation, if we had more time and we were actually producing, you know, this play that we're working on, it would maybe look like, you know, everyone would be looking at when we're doing a casting. Everyone would be in the room talking about, like, what this is going to look like in its final product. And that's kind of the hope is that we plant the seeds for that so that when, um, you know, since there's going to be a documentarian and scholar, as I said, you know, the hopes is that other people can look at this, um, especially as I feel like theater is really shifting towards a different direction um, where a lot of theater companies don't just have one artistic director now. They have multiple artistic directors now. Um, a, a more collaborative way of the way that we work, and this is just something that will, I think will help um, move that shift uh, for the Latinx Theater Commons, but also locally with you know me being a participant in this. My hope is that I can use this experience and um, this training for this week as we work and share it with my local theater artists here because we have some wonderful, wonderful Latin theater artists living in Portland right now. What's wrong with the current model where there's a director and, and they... I imagine it with with in consultation with a bunch of other experts in their specific pieces of a production, whether it's lighting or sound or costumes or you know or or whatever, that that they you know they in the end make this final decision and then you move on. What's wrong with that model? Well, for me, the the form that I like best is collaboration, and that's what I, I love about theater. Um, and I work in all mediums of performance, film, TV, commercials, but I'm always drawn back to theater because it's my first love, essentially. And, and I feel like nothing uh, really brings out collaboration the way it does. But that said, there are still problems with this model that we're using. And I'll give you an example. So, um, and this is an example that ties into Portland. So last year, there were three shows that were being done here locally during Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, by Latinx writers, Latinx writers, and those three shows, and they're all being done by different companies, large companies, small companies, uh, those three shows, the director in them was not Latinx in all three shows. So ultimately, and th- some of the designers were um, Latinx designers, but ultimately in that model, if you're using that, 
you have someone who is not of Latin A descent making the final decision about a play um, with an all Latin A cast um, and by a Latin A playwright. So, you know, this type of model ensures also that things like that wouldn't necessarily happen if that's the case, because it's more of a collaborative process. So everyone would have a say um, about the culture that's being represented on stage. In that example, you weren't the director. I, I'm. I, I mean, wasn't. yeah, obviously by by, by virtue of the, of, of the situation you just described. Um, but are you ready to give up control? Because I can imagine yeah. a director saying, "We have all these different people. You know, the actors, the yeah. sound designers, the costumers, the player, the drama dramaturg. I never yeah, remember yeah. how to pronounce that word. Yeah. Turge. Um, but and I somebody has to be in charge because otherwise we'll all just be talking forever and no decisions will be made. Collaboration is great up to a yeah. point. In the end, there has to be someone saying, "Listen, folks, this is it's 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 six p.m. We've got to decide mm-hmm. on this one thing so we can yeah. go to the fifty other things to decide." And that's the hope is that if we're all together trying to look at this model of collaboration, maybe a new way of what that looks like in terms of how do we come up with the final say. Hmm. would emerge in that. Are um, you apprehensive about that? As a, I guess I'm, I think of a director as somebody who likes to hold on to the reins yeah. to some extent. There's all types of directors. Um, and, and I would be lying if I said that I was never like that. But one thing as an artist that I always try to be is open to new ideas. Hmm. And that's like one of the things that drew this to me. And, and ultimately, you know, this is the first time that they're doing it. So, um, you know, it's hard to say what it's going to be like in the room. But that's the exciting part is that maybe something really special will evolve from this that I as an artist can use as I move forward, as well as the other people that are there participating. Hmm. Jacqueline, what are you most excited about um, for these five days that are starting in just, just a couple days? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to bring all of these artists together from around the country and just to tag off what Francisco was saying about collaborative models. You know, all of these people apply to be a part of this because they believe that collaborative models are the way we should be working. And they have been working in this model in some capacity and have been pushing against the traditional model in other capacities. And so it's exciting to be able to gather everyone who has these shared values and see what will come out of it. I'm really excited about that. Do you think that there's something specific to Latinx theater production that that makes this particular, this collaborative exploration particularly important? Or is a lot of what you're exploring and talking about, is it applicable to, to just theater in general? I think it applies to other theaters as well, but Latinx theater is rooted in collaboration. You know, El Teatro Campesino began to... Um, with the United Farm Workers Movement. And it was all about gathering folks, providing a space for folks. So in a lot of the the Latinx theater specifically that exists around the country do have more collaborative models than the traditional regional theater. Hmm. You um, accepted applications not just from theater makers like Francisco and, and set designers and lighting people and sound people, but also a number of of scholars and yes. documentarians to to watch what's happening. Why yes. did you include them? Yeah, we included them because there is a lack of Latinx theater do- documentation. When the American theater often documents, it excludes uh, Latinx theater. And so we really wanted to make sure there were people here who were being part of these conversations and able to, to document it and 
be able to have this thing that we're doing for the first time um, to share with folks afterwards as well. Hmm. Francisco, for you, what do you think it's going to take for you to say that that these five upcoming days were a success? It depends, I guess, like how, how do we measure success or the idea of, you know, what, what is successful? Yeah. Um, there was something that came up when we were talking about, because um, as we move towards the end of this, we're going to have a presentation. That's kind of the last day of the, uh, if you want to say, like trial performance almost of the presentation of the work. What have we come up with during that time? And one of the things that I thought was exciting um, that Jacqueline had mentioned was, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter if in that time if you're able to do a, uh, a presentation of what the whole show would look like or maybe you're just focusing on the first 10 pages. It's, you know, it, it's about the process as opposed to the final product. And, and that's something that in my training as well and as a, as a theater artist um, has been a, a big part of, and this goes back to what you were saying, getting used to, um, but also finding the value and importance in that. So maybe what we think of as how we measure success uh, will have a different look. Maybe success will be we only tackled the first 10 pages, but we grew as collaborators and artists during this process. And that's what really matters. Francisco Garcia and Jacqueline Flores, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Francisco Garcia is a director, actor, educator, and playwright. Jacqueline Flores is a producer for Latinx Theater Commons. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on the NPR One app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. We'll be back tomorrow. Think Out Loud is supported by Steve and Jan Oliva. The Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, Ray and Marilyn Johnson, and the Susan Hammer Fund of the Oregon Community Foundation. 